Bonjour, everybody. It is it is not James. It's Jonah here. And uh, I got to think of something different. James is going to get me. But Jonah and the star of the show, Mr. Rene Dupree. Rene, how's bonjour, it going? Bonjour, bonjour. Bonjour, tout le monde. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, today's the first day. It's a very special day. It's monumental because our first piece of merch is now available. And here it is, ladies and gentlemen. The official Cafe de Rene mug with my pretty little face on it. Uh, as you can see below, Cafe de Rene merch at gmail.com. Just email that for uh, pricing and uh, shipping costs and all that jazz. But uh, yeah, it's beautiful. It is and, really, uh, really nice. Yeah. And starting next week, uh, we'll be coming out with clothing. So t-shirts, hoodies, uh, just in time for Christmas. Uh, I'll have the first design out next week. And then shortly thereafter, I'll come out with new designs, all kinds of cool stuff from the quotes that we, uh, that we say and the, and the funny <laughs> memes and stuff that we come up with on this show. It's going to be really fun. So stay tuned. Is there a is there a price on that mug yet or not? Still um, yeah, it's going to be twenty five US dollars plus shipping. So the first ten orders will get a uh, a special gift. Uh, it's like um, exclusive merchandise that I was given to from Noah in, in Japan. So I got some leftovers. So the first ten orders will get a little something on the inside. So it's good for coffee uh whiskey and wine uh you know mimosas <laughs> i saw you learn what that was on the other i uh, did i had no idea what it fucking was <laughs> that's big here yeah, I, I love mimosas in the morning yeah. yeah get your mimosa in the morning with your exclusive cafe renee cup so there it is huh Yes, there will uh, not zip up hoodies. Dark returns. Dark. No, it's going to be a pullover hoodie with, but uh, maybe some zip up hoodies in the future. So, yeah. Yeah. Other than that, Jonah, well, what's new and exciting in the wrestling world? Well, a lot. We could jump. We could jump right into Rex if we want. First, Rex always a great fan. Uh, yeah, he's, Gardner, he's cool. Thank you. He's the best. Yeah, super fan. Uh, what is your mm. opinion of of Jerry Lawler as well as the locker room's opinions of him? Any stories? Uh, actually, the French tickler, the little dance I used to do, yeah. he named it. He came up with the name. Oh, he uh, did? Yeah, yeah. Um, someone had told me, so you should go talk with Jerry about stuff so one day i sat down and i talked to him and he says i told him i had this little dance i did and he goes yeah you know in america we use you know especially in the south we like to use this french tickler you know i don't know what the fuck he was talking about i was like okay that sounds good <laughs> so that's when i got named the french tickler um yeah i mean if you ask people like jerry lawler uh jerry lawler jim Cornette, it's like jerry lawler's their idol right he was like the king of memphis right. and that part of the, that part of the country <clears throat> i always got along with the guy you know he obviously had a great career uh, yeah so but uh so when my my dealings with them great guy yeah never had a problem with him have you watched the uh the new i know you don't watch much tv but the territories that's i guess it's replacing uh not replacing it's it's get uh given as like a compliment to dark side of the ring it's oh uh, yeah 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 yeah, yeah yeah i didn't I think get to it's see it by the rock actually the rock and brian gerwitz yeah gerwitz yeah 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 i watched part of the first episode pretty good some stories that you haven't heard because i feel like a lot of those stories are out there but they they have those good ones that they kept to themselves that that they yeah. tell what, on there. What's the name of the series? Is it Dark Side of the Territories or what's it? No, it's um it's hold on, I'll get it right now. Something something with the territories. Um but yeah, it was good. They just had uh jumping Jim Brunzel on there. Oh that sweet. That's a guy I'd love to get on here. He was you know, I think it's possible too. Yeah. I just saw him do an interview with one of my friends actually. Yeah, because he doesn't sugarcoat shit. And, you know, he was a part of the 80s WWF and the AWA. So that's like some, 
guests I like to get on here, right? Because that, that way there I can be a fan, you know, and just yeah, fucking, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, exactly. Yeah, tales from Tale, the tales from the territories. Yeah. That's what it's called, right? Uh, yeah, Dr. Guerrero. Cool <laughs> <laughs> Dude, did you see our episode with Paul London? No, tell, tell me what's up with that name. Well, as you know, Paul has a very good Juventud Guerrero impression. And uh, he was telling stories that only Paul London can because he's one of a kind. And you uh, <laughs> uh, renamed Juve Dr. Guerrero. Which is, <laughs> if you haven't seen it, folks, go watch our last live stream with me and Paul from last. Uh, when was it? Last Thursday. Yeah, last, uh, this Monday, Monday. This Monday. Monday. Monday yeah. yeah. So go watch that. I I guarantee you'll be uh, you'll be entertained. It was so good. I just uh, <laughs> I just was watching the. I love the the Orlando Jordan story. Oh <laughs> wait! Oh, there's more. The there's more to come. No, yeah. Tune in, folks. I Keep tuning wait. in and um, make sure you get your coffee, Cafe Renee mug, so you can enjoy it with us. Okay. You got to have it for drinks with Dupree, yeah. That's it, dude. It's coming. It's coming. Dante. Re- thank you, Dante. Renee, any interactions with Brown during ECW? Monty Brown. Um, Wasn't he the alpha man? No, I actually don't think I ever really talked to him. If I did, it was like a hello. But I remember this one time we were in the locker room. Because he didn't last very long. He wasn't there right. very long. Yeah. And I, I remember him being in the locker room and just the way, you know, you can you can tell a lot. You can read a person's face by their facial expressions and know what they're thinking, know how they're feeling. You know what I mean? Yeah. I remember yeah. having this, he had this, he was in the locker room just looking around like, because he came from TNA, right? I remember that run, right? I remember that right. better than WWE. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so he went from TNA to WWE, and I've never been to TNA, but from what I hear, it's a total different atmosphere, probably a closer-knit locker room, right? Right. Not as political. So yeah. you could tell he felt uneasy. Just just I even just by reading his facial expressions of him being in the locker room, you know what I mean? And, and shortly thereafter, he was gone, buddy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a total different animal working there. Definitely, the pressure probably gets to you too, coming from such a small, you know, atmosphere yeah. to a big one. I could the politics, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It takes <laughs> it takes. That's the thing. You can have all the talent in the world, but it takes a certain type of individual to survive politically and to play right. the game there. It's, it's a total different world, right? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah it's got to be hard. Yeah. Iman, Kazam, thank you. <laughs> I saw I saw Paul interact with him last time, taking the picture. <laughs> no, uh, Iman, I'm actually going to charge you double because you were the first guest <laughs> on our show. <laughs> no, I got I got this this I got a poodle to feed. All right, feed so here. If you guys want more merchandise, I got to get rid of. I got I ordered I ordered fifty of these fucking things, and I got I don't. Want, <laughs> I, got, oh, those I think I overordered them. What? I mean, we got we have 120 people. If even half, those are gone like that. Yeah, well, I hope so because, uh, but they're so beautiful. See, you can see this, <clears throat> and then if these go, I'll obviously um, <clears throat> make more designs for for all of you. Makes a great stocking stuffer for Christmas. It does. Yeah, Cafe De Renee merch at gmail. Merch at gmail.com. <laughs> Uh, the Dark Knight Returns. Thank you, Renee. Did you miss when Big Show dropped Ray Stretcher? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was there for that one, buddy. Oh, yeah. You know, he, he legitimately got fucked up off that rated. Did he? That was a crazy against a ring post, right? That's yeah, what yeah. Talking about? yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wow. He got hauled off. He got hauled off in the ambulance and sent to the hospital after that. Vince was livid. Fucking hot. Mad. Big Show is crying. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Big Show is bawling like a little baby after that. Because, I mean, he, like, they didn't know if Ray had, well, I think Ray might have gotten knocked out. Because, I mean, go watch that back. He's, like, he had no way to protect himself. Yeah. You know, and those, those, those black mats, man, those are hard. That's like falling on hardwood floor. There's no give on those, you know. 
and he just boom, boom. Yeah, I think he legitimately got knocked out, and I think they they sent him to the hospital to see if there was any neck damage, right? Because anytime yeah. you, you have a head a head trauma, like you know, you always got check for neck neck damage as well. Yeah, because I mean, there's not it's not too far apart, but you know, yeah, no, right? that's it. No, so. no, that was a vid- that was one of the first spots I remember seeing too when I was started watching way back when. Yeah, it was that. It yeah. looks it's a great visual, but that yeah, I mean, it's it's just yeah. as bad. Uh, scary. So he was cr- so he was crying though. Back oh, at least yeah, yeah, just bawling. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure Vince probably yelled at him, called him a stupid son of a bitch for doing it. You know, but yeah, Vince was hot, man, livid. You think something like that, a spot like that, was on them? Like that they they planned to do that, or was that told to them? Um, I said I don't know. See, I wasn't a part of the match, so I can't. For sure, yeah. You. But uh, they know not to do it again after that, right? No, absolutely. But that that could have been like just on the fly. Maybe Big Show was feeling it. But if that was called on the fly, it was, it was a stupid it was a stupid feeling to have because that was dangerous, buddy. That could Thank be possibly a, that could possibly <laughs> be a reason. That could possibly be a reason why now instances like that where they have to completely choreograph everything. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's a like lot more definitely. Yeah. Formula. Yeah. That was vicious. Well, thank you, Bob. Hey, guys, shipping to South America available. If not, I'll send to my U.S. address. Bob, you're all over the place. Either way, congratulations. Um, For the right price, yes. I'll have to check exactly with my post office where in South America. And just email cafeteranemerce at gmail.com. And uh, the person in charge there, my wife, will uh, get back to you. Renee, thank you, Josh. Renee, please tell me you've seen Zach Efron's Kevin Von Erich. Actually, yeah, this was one of my news points I wanted to bring up. Did you see that picture? Dude, someone, I think, uh, tagged me in the fucking thing. Say so it looked like me from 2007. <laughs> yeah. On the ECW no, the, brand. Yeah. With the hair, yeah. Oh, my right? God, he's jacked. Yeah. yeah. I saw a comment. Someone gave him the old school uh, formula there. That was insane. Yeah, he's on the... Uh... He's on the good supplements there. That's good. Yeah, actually, when is that due to come out? That documentary, you know? It can't be soon. I think it's probably a year out. Chat, correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think it's soon. But uh, still, I'm excited to see that. I'm glad that he's, I mean, Zach Efron, that's a huge actor to play something like, you know, in the wrestling sphere like that. I feel like it'll it'll shed some some good light. Like usually, like Dark Side of the Ring, I think it's a great documentary, but... Nobody, not a lot of people other than wrestling fans are watching that. I think this movie will, will really be good. Well, I mean, it's going to – the whole story is kind of fucking tragic and depressing as shit if you really yeah. it. So, I mean, if Hollywood gets into it, they want to make a great film. So, yeah. Is that 2023 fall. 2023 oh, okay. fall is one that's due to come out, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's it for uh, for super chats. But um, the news roundup, the most recent thing with uh, the AEW, the Elite, and uh, and CM Punk whole fiasco is um, what I heard today is that CM Punk's dog was injured. That's what's going on. Did you see that anywhere? Oh well, fuck. That's some bullshit right there. What kind of dog is it? It's like a little like Yorkie mix i think it's it's very tiny and it uh apparently when they kicked open the door his side of the story when the elite kicked open his door and hit his dog in the face and knocked two teeth and they had to be removed he took them to a vet so and but there's other reports that say kenny omega picked the dog up and tried to save it during the whole fight uh, uh but either way his dog yeah punks at his dog well I, I i i care more about the dog than any of the other parties involved <laughs> yeah. no say absolutely i mean that's uh, wow so the little the little dog was just minding his own business sniffing at the door and then boom yeah. fucking door kicks open and knocks out two of his teeth is it normal to bring a dog backstage yeah, why you, you had his dog? but yeah, I don't yeah. know. That that's the part that didn't make sense to me about the whole thing. 
So is he married? Is, is his wife couldn't take care of the dog? She must have been on on the road too. So there was no one. Does he? Yeah, not yeah. Well, yeah, he's married to. Uh, do you remember AJ? AJ Lee. Oh, they're still married. Yeah. Yeah, as far as I know. Yeah. Okay. Um, so is he like? Is he like? Uh, the male version of Paris Hilton to where he has to walk around with a little fucking <laughs> his little dog. Does he put on does he have like a merce that he brings the dog in too? I mean, I thought he was Very supposed well. to be like this punk guy, you know, punk rocker dude. And he's Hardcore. got his little dog. The dogs are cute. I think the dog is uh it's a cute dog. Um little uh unique looking dog. Uh but and then now everyone's saying now everyone's that's coming up again about the jump to WWE. I saw James bring that up the other day, but I mean, do you think because he and Triple H have that that animosity, you think he'd ever come in? Or you know what they don't have? They don't have a Cafe uh, Renee fucking mug. Is what they don't. No, have. they don't have. You know, that's what they need that's in their life. Need. Maybe they'd be a little bit more fucking happier. All right, drink their fucking. Well, he's straight edge, so he can drink his green tea. You know, Hunter could drink his protein shakes. Okay, um, if he goes to WWE. I'd bury the fuck out of if I were Hunter just to give him back. Give him that big initial push, right? Soak as much money as you can out of his star power, whatever's left of it, and then right. bury the fuck out of him. Yeah. <laughs> There's ways they can get you back, dude. Trust Definitely. me. Definitely. It'd be it'd be interesting to see. I James James says it'd be a cheap pop. I think it'd be it'd be a pretty big moment, but I don't know. Um but now with that possible jump, now other people are saying about MJF. You know, you keep up with anything with MJF or I do not. He's uh good, good great on the mic. A lot of people like him. AEW. I'd I'd say AEW's biggest star myself, at least their biggest homegrown star. Um, yeah. but he's a massive heel. And they're thinking what was ended last time with his heel faction who was working with him turned on him, and now he's heading into the pay-per-view to fight John Moxley. The championship people think they're going to turn mjf heel i heard chris jericho speak about it and he says that even if mjf doesn't want to turn heel uh doesn't want to turn face excuse me doesn't want to turn face then he, he can't help it he's just gonna to have to anyway just because the, the people love him so much right well that's it right you become especially in this day and age where the fans are so smart it's like they appreciate how good he is at being what he's supposed to be that you know what i mean yeah but uh, I don't know, man. How's did you um? You keep up with the ratings and stuff? No, I didn't see the ratings this week. I didn't. Okay. Maybe someone in the chat. Yeah. Um, if anybody can uh, pull that up, let for us know us. what the ratings were. Definitely, because Raw was pretty good. I didn't catch all of AW, but they it was a pretty strong, pretty strong ending. Okay. Let's see what we got here, Rex. Thank you. Usually avoid Bruce Pritchard like Prince Andrew avoids Chris Hansen. But at the end of video, he mentioned rumor about Sly and Pat living together. Lad's a liar. Thoughts, Renee? Uh, no, I think he Sly would stay over there at different points in time. Yeah. And then, um, like, Pat, Pat was alone. Pat had nobody in his life. Like once, um, because Pat had a a partner, right, for years and years and years. I forget the guy's name. Yeah. When he passed away, he never got into another relationship, right? And then um, Sly took on that role as like, you know, I mean, you throw in that the fact that Pat was a homosexual that always brings up different fucking, you know what I mean? Which is unfair. Mm-hmm. To- then. Right, but I mean, if okay, if an older man were to be around a hot younger woman, we would say he's a she's a sugar baby, right? Yeah, right. That's what we would say, right? So people, maybe that's an unfair, you know, statement to make or whatever. But regardless, they had a relationship. I I equated to like maybe like a father son type relationship. Whatever. Regardless, it's none of my business. Bottom line mm-hmm. is they were close. He would spend time there, but you know, Sly is married, has a beautiful, beautiful wife, two beautiful girls. Uh, he's doing very well, has his own business now, he lives uh in Florida. Um so but yeah, at one point in time, uh Sly would stay with Pat in Florida. 
Well, yeah, and that's great to hear he's doing well, though. Sly, the, re- the reuniting was cool in the beginning. Um, yeah. You think he'd become a, You think we'll ever see him back on Cafe? Oh, fuck yeah. No, I talk to him. Um, I talk to him on the phone all the time, at least once a month, just to keep up. I mean, you don't even talk wrestling. Yeah. We just talk about, like, <laughs> no, no, because he, I had the hurricane. He had the hurricane down there, so I fucking called yeah, him. Yeah, no, that was bad. Hurricane Ian, yeah. 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 And he showed yeah. me pictures. He showed me pictures from his area, man. It looked like a fucking bomb went off. Crazy. What? No, no. I, I consider Sly like a, a big brother to where if I have questions about real life uh, and I really need to talk to somebody about that shit, I'll call him. He's not stupid. No, he can't. I mean, he has own business. What's his business? I'm curious. I'm not sure. <laughs> Something with the <laughs> entertainment. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he, cool. Kind of like almost like a promoter type type thing. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Oh well. Yeah, I know it, his 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 boss now was involved with Cirque du Soleil, so I think it's something with the entertainment promotion shit like that. Yeah. Very cool. Hmm. We'll have to find out for sure when he comes back on. Uh, thank you, The Dark Knight, again. Uh, Jake Jake has said his father didn't smarten him up as a kid. Said he believed his dad was being attacked. Did your father smarten you up as a kid? Not not till I broke in. You know that 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 like when Jake says that, that's the truth. Like that old school era, they didn't smart anybody up, not even their own family. You know, and nowadays we would like, well, how stupid was your family? No, no, you kept that shit a secret. And the work back then was so snug and believable that you probably thought it was a work, but you, you know what I mean? Yeah, you weren't. I remember fucking sure, right? Yeah. yeah, I remember uh, talking with Jimmy Valiant way back when, and he said that um, he said that he, he held it back to even just protect his kids when they went to school and stuff. Oh it yeah, was like necessary. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. No, no. Uh, I remember watching my dad, me and my older brother, and when like locally he was a he was the good guy, right? Local hero, whatever. He never, we right. thought it was a shoot and we'd be crying because we, you know, if you see your dad getting the shit kicked out of him in real life, wouldn't you, and you're a little kid, wouldn't you be crying? <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. That's a natural reaction, right? So, yeah, you know. So, no, he didn't smart me up till, uh, till I was like 14. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but by then, by, like, by, but by then, like, you had the attitude error and shit, and then you kind of knew it was bullshit. Right, right, right. Yeah, you and yeah, yeah. You used to go over to a lot of their houses when you were growing up too, right? A lot of these wrestlers. So, did you ever, did you ever have thoughts uh, beforehand? No, again, it was super. I remember we had a local tag team. It was um, the Cuban Commandos, right? It was right. Uh, Cuban Assassin. This is an old school tag team. Jerry Morrow. They, they both worked in uh, Stampede too first two and uh <clears throat> they were like our top heel tag team and my father because we had like an rv that we traveled in there for the summers and we stopped at their motel that they were staying he was going to go pay them and then as soon as i got into the motel room i saw them and they're i'm seeing them on tv as the worst heels in the world i got so fucking scared i ran back in the rv and locked the door and hit her and eat the fucking <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 and i refused to go in yeah oh my god it was no joke Wow, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's so funny. I said this when I was doing the show with Jason that time, but I remember Teddy Long said he like one of the first matches he refereed was like a death match, like a Texas death match, something. And Blackport was in it, and he didn't know anything about wrestling. This he was like, you know, something like mid twenties, maybe late twenties, and he just left the ring. He saw that one of them take a shot, busted open, bleeding, and he ran away as the referee. And he's like, all I heard was them say the ref just left us, and then he was like. <laughs> Thank you, Brian. Would Renee ever work for AEW if the price was right? Uh, I think you just you just said right there if the price was right. Uh, oh, I got another announcement. Uh, the match I'm scheduled to have uh, this weekend in Ontario uh, has been um, I canceled. Um, it's a business. Uh, it was a business decision on my part. Um, 
when I said that if I never wrestle another match, I'm content, I meant it. So unless the business arrangement is to my satisfaction, I'm not going to do it. So, so there, I'm in a position. I'm so happy that I'm in a place mentally, spiritually, and especially financially to yeah. where I don't need to wrestle. Right. I'm content it's doing good this. You have that freedom. Yeah. Yeah. So going forward, if any promoters do decide to contact me, just keep those things in mind before you ask to do business with me. <laughs> I'm going to make my uh, my demands perfectly clear of what is expected from your part in order to do business, right? It's not out of this world. It's not ridiculous, but I'm setting. I'm going to set a certain set of rules going forth. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, there and there'll be plenty of other places for everyone to get mugged. So it's uh, more opportunity. Until then, until then, you gotta have your coffee in the morning. So what better way than drink it out of? <laughs> look, you can look at me. Look at this fucking guy, right? What do you got in there right now? Um, actually, I was pretending I didn't got shit. Uh, oh, you don't? <laughs> I was just pretending. <laughs> you I was That's great. I just, oh just God. pretending, dude. <laughs> gotta be a Good, salesman. Buddy. Yeah, you got to product placement uh rex gardner thank you aj lee was more entertaining than cm punk i loved aj lee that was see i was like i i completely missed her run uh i seen pictures obviously i might have seen a clip here too but it's not i wasn't really i wasn't watching at all so uh but you said she was talented yeah i thought she was great yeah that was um she really a lot of people say the four horsewomen were the start of the women's revolution in WWE. Of course, knockouts were doing that way before. But uh, in WWE, a lot of people say four horsewomen. But I think it was AJ and Paige. Uh, they really started something special there. And I mean, you could even go before and say Lita and Trish, of course. But like in terms of the the modern day kind of stuff, um, AJ and Paige were were really really doing something special. Yeah, and AJ was great on the mic. She her promos felt very real. Uh, and and yeah, she worked with a lot of those. She worked with Punk and Cena. Uh, she was with Dolph Ziggler for a while when he was world champ. A lot of these. Oh, Daniel Bryan, of course. Yeah. So, my opinion, Lita and Trish were the poster childs to start it. But when you're in the business and you understand how it works, Molly and Jazz. I'd have to put Victoria mm. in there too. Ivory. They were the carpenters that built it. You understand? Yeah. Yeah. If you build something, you need good carpenters to build. Okay. The end result, the poster was Lita and Trish. But the carpenters that built them, as far as women, were right. Jazz, Lita, I'd have to put Victoria and Ivory. Yeah. I love that you're giving them credit. Yeah, I mean, great. Over, I love Molly Holly. I heard she was really instrumental in people like Beth Phoenix and a lot of the a lot of the younger talent. Uh, yeah, is that true? Molly was. Yeah, the the fact that she's an agent is a very, 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 very smart move on their part. Definitely. And was and what about uh, Finley? Do you remember? You have any uh, memories yeah. of Finley training? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I remember they'd always, because Finley was a workhorse, he'd always be in the ring working out. And then when you'd watch the women's matches and they do some certain shit like, oh, okay, I know where they got that, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it'd be funny, like, cause if you're there and you're watching, because I always sit and watch a lot of time, just sit and watch the workouts, sure. and then I'd sit and watch the show, and I was like, okay, okay, yeah, fit show on that. Oh, there's fit, yeah. You know what I mean? Or this is Dean, yeah. or this is, this is Arn. Is or, it, you know it, I mean? Right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool to see that they were. That, yeah, definitely. But I uh, agreed, though. Definitely, those good, good platform to build off of. Um, let's see. Raw culture. Thank you. What was Chris and Nancy's relationship like? <laughs> how the fuck am I supposed to know? Yeah. I know Obviously, was it wasn't very good because look how it ended up. I mean, I'm not trying to make a joke out of it, but Christ, I remember seeing them show up. And when I saw them together, all smiles. 
like a like a happy family, you know. Uh, the little Daniel, the little son, the little boy would be there, and he'd be running around the ring, and you know. But behind closed doors, everything is uh, you know different, right? So definitely sad. Yeah. Very. Oh. Ah. Uh, Looks like AEW. Uh, yeah, because I think it was last week, right? Me and I think me and James were talking about it. they went head to head NXT and AEW on a Tuesday, and the combined numbers was around 1.3 or 1.4. And it's like we said, go back three years ago when they initially started, the numbers haven't grown. It's the same. No, right? No, I remember you and James talking. Yeah. So it's basically the same audience. There's been no growth. No, and it's a it's a shame too, because what were the numbers like back in when it actually was like a war war back in the the attitude era? We're talking oh like Jesus Monday Christ! They were, I mean, it's like nothing compared to it, right? Combined a lot combined, of variables, but combined in the United States alone, between TNT and USA, you'd have nearly eight to ten million people watching. Wow! Think about that. And then they're getting 1.2 or 1.3 or 1.4 million compared to nearly 10 million. That's a big fucking drop, buddy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, it's huge. And, you know, I mean, there's a lot of things that are different since then, of course, but still, that's that's massive. Wow. Thank you, Bob. Renee, any experiences with Jacques Rougeau since you have retired? It's been cool to see you with his wrestling academy. Uh, I talked to him on the phone one time. Uh, I don't know if he was wanting me to try out for his wrestling academy. Obviously, he wasn't aware of what I, you know, of who I was and stuff. And oh, I, I, can't, I can't fault him for that because since I left WWE, I don't keep up. So there's probably guys there that I wouldn't know who the fuck they are either. So I guess he assumed that I was an indie guy. Uh, but uh, yeah, I'm not. I wasn't interested in trying out <clears throat> or going and working out in a, I'm not at that point in my career. You understand? <laughs> no, you're past it. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's like, I'm not just like I just said, it's like, I'm not at the point where I have to take any booking or. They don't want, right. Right. I'm at that point now where I'm mentally, spiritually and financially stable to where it's going to be my rules or no way at all. Right. You got I mean, not, you worked not, for a year. Not, not everyone can say that. So I'm very blessed to be yeah. able to be at that point in my life. Yeah. No, it's very it's and very I want to thank each and every one of you listening, all 181 yes. 80 of you. Let's celebrate. Let's go get a mug and uh fucking let's go fucking <laughs> kung pie, cheers, salut. Definitely Thank you so much. Yeah, all of you for being here, really. You all all should buy a mug right now. Email. That's it. Let's get it right. Gotta get rid of them. Cafe de Renee first. Yeah. He doesn't want to keep his mugs. He's got to get his lamp. You guys want him to get a lamp. Come on. Yeah, come on, man. You need a fucking lamp. Uh, Ben, thank you. Hey, guys, what did you guys make of The Rock's daughter, Simone Johnson, debuting NXT this week and joining Joe Gacy's faction? So, yes, that was another point. Uh, The Rock's daughter made her debut i didn't even know she was done like i she was when they were doing the whole thunderdome and stuff she was like a fan like when they had no audience she was like a plant that they were putting i saw her there for the first time and i guess she'd been training for a while because yeah she officially debuted with a fact in nxt okay um i just seen a picture she looks a lot like her dad right and then she have a contact lens like a red contact lens I think two. Yeah, I two. think two red contacts. I think she had a red eyes, yeah. So she uh she wiped her ass and then rubbed her eyes and she got serious case of pink eye. Is that this this group is okay. uh and I don't and I, I'll explain the group as best I can. It's it's pretty much like the uh, like the Wyatt family, like a creepy family, oh. but like Wyatt family light is what I like to say. This guy his name's Joe Gacy. Um he uh for a while, he had a, a gimmick going on that I thought was pretty creative and it, it was innovative. He was like a kind of like a social justice warrior, almost, I guess, uh, in the very beginning. And uh, then 
you know, it was different. But then over the months, he's kind of just become Bray Wyatt in a set like Bray Wyatt from oh, really? years ago. He cuts these like deep promos and yeah, and he's he's kind of just like creepy. Um, and so he has a group of people. So she joined that group. So that's why the red eyes. But it's just okay. Yeah, I don't. Does I thought, this make? I thought maybe I thought maybe someone ribbed her and farted on her pillow or something. <laughs> yeah, could be. But <laughs> do you know? Does this make her the first fourth generation wrestler? Holy fuck! Because uh, that's what I was thinking. Wait, no. Fit Finley's son would be fourth. Okay. David Finley, yeah. Yeah, David Finley. Because, yeah, Fitz's dad and Fitz's grandfather and now Fitz's son, he's in New Japan. He would be fourth as well. Oh, very cool. Okay, so you yeah. answered that, yeah. yeah. I was so curious. So she's – so there can't be many going around, though. She has to be part of some some type of an elite group. Yeah, those are the only two that I'm, I'm aware of. Yeah. Wow. A lot of third. A lot of third generation now. <clears throat> a lot of third, yeah. Yeah, you were just saying the other day, and what second generation stars relate to each other the best, right? You related to a lot of them. I did, yeah. Yeah. I definitely. I'm excited to see what she does when she's. This is a cool spot, I guess, to see her in for now, but, uh, you know, sky's the limit. I'd like to see her try to. I just first thing that comes to my mind was Charlotte, and that's just because you know, of obvious relations. It'd be cool, I think, to see Charlotte well, Flair. Got, but but who knows? There's a lot. Of a lot. Yeah, a lot of pressure and big shoes to fill, bro. That's it. That's it. No, the Rock training. You can't. I mean, you had run in with the Rock. I remember that. Yes. That law resistance moment. What's it like? Is it's electric, right? Oh, it's orgasmic. <laughs> it's bad. Yeah, it's you can't come down from it. Fucking, I didn't sleep for like three days. Oh, that's so cool, though. That, yeah. Rex, thank you. Victoria's Jeez, a strong Rex is the best. Rex. <laughs> Rex is... You want me to send you a case over there? I'll give you a deal, dude. Yeah, yeah, seriously. I think he's from Ireland, bro. I'll give you, I'll pay the shipping. Just order a bunch. <laughs> Victoria's a strong looking woman. She could wrestle me anytime, put me in many holds. I second that. <laughs> you know, this is something I heard. I've heard this myself. Did Finley really break people's thumb? Do you ever hear about this? I seen him. I seen a YouTube video where he would do that. Like he'd be at the bar after a after a gig or whatever, and people would call him out saying that wrestling was fake. And he's like, "Give me your thumbs and just go put a little bit of pressure and <laughs> snap his." Yeah. Yeah. That's what I heard. As a kid, I heard that. I remember we used to go, we would like go to signings, meet him, or whatever. And yeah, we wondered if, if he'd ever break that out. And Kid Cash, man, we had him, uh, one of the first times we had him on here, he said, yeah, you can rip a guy's ear off. All you got to do is just yank. It only takes like five pounds of pressure or something just to completely yank somebody's ear out. I don't know. That's not something I uh, ever attempted to do. No, but, uh, <laughs> me neither. I'll keep, yeah, I'll keep that in mind, you know, next street fight I'm in. A bar fight, right? Next booking. <laughs> uh, thank you, Shag. How did you like working with The Undertaker? Mm. Actually, when I finally made the decision about, uh, you know, when it comes to getting booked now, and uh, he once sat sat with me. This was like in, I was 20, so this is 18 years ago, right? Yeah. And he said, Renee, in this business, you got to be selfish for the right reasons. And I thought for years that I might know what he was talking. I had no idea what he meant at the time. I was only 20. And then I, and I never forgot that, you know. And then, a few, you know, after a few years, I thought I knew. Now I understand what he was talking about. And I'm lucky that I can be in a position to where I can take that advice and actually apply it. You understand? So now where I'm at, I got to be selfish for the right reasons, meaning business and in wrestling or any form of live entertainment 
independent contractor, you, you your, are your own business. Rene Dupree is my business. So yeah. I got to be selfish for me. You understand? Yeah. Definitely. I mean, every time you do, you prolong, you know, your career anyway, right? Every time you step in, it's a that's it. calculated yeah. risk. Yeah. I oh, can't get over right. this guy with the Dr. Guerrero. <laughs> <laughs> just, dude, just bring him up. Look at his fucking thumbnail. His profile. Up. What is he at the bottom? Uh, uh, there he is, yeah. <laughs> oh, <my God>. <laughs> 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 oh shit, I can't wait till Paul comes back on. Paul, Seriously. please. <sighs> yeah, <laughs> All right, Rex, yeah. WWE has become has become too Hollywood feels micromanaged wrestlers only have a set of moves feels too controlled wrestling in the past felt chaotic, gritty feeling of anything could happen. Thoughts, Renee. He's right. And except the things you cannot change. The reason being that, that I think I can't, I know I'm not hundred percent sure, but the reason that I think is that they're a corporate corporate publicly traded company uh if they do one wrong thing they're under the microscope how many times have they been sued how many times have they been under the fucking microscope and you know what i mean with yeah. the concussion deals with the steroid trials with uh vince you know and his little hobby of paying interns a lot of money for you know what i mean yeah right so When you're dealing with networks, billions of dollars, you can't just fucking call it on the call it on the fly like the old school could. Was it right. better back then? That way, yes, I feel it was better. But they're in a completely they're in a television television business now. They have to do things a certain way. Wrestling is it's a television show. Wrestling is just in the background. Again, accept the things you cannot change, right? It is what it is. No, absolutely. Off of that, a piece of news uh, that's come out more and more is they look to drop Gick pay-per-views, WWE. So it's going to go to uh, – so you wouldn't see things like um, – I think the first one they announced was they're dropping Hell in a Cell. That one was like actually confirmed that they're getting rid of it. So there's not just going to be two random Hell in a Cell matches anymore a year. They're going to be special like they should, in my opinion, be. Yeah. Uh, and they're, they're going to matter more. Uh, things like Extreme Rules will probably go. Things like TLC would probably go. And it's going to be – it's going oh, I think it's going to make it? a few more They The one they announced for sure was Hell in a Cell, but the others are speculated to also drop, yeah. Not only that, like you hear of them like uh, cost-cutting and, you know, trying to save money. Imagine how much it costs to drag that fucking thing and set it up. <laughs> yeah, seriously, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. That must take like at least half a dozen transport trucks just to bring that fucking thing to an arena. And how much manpower and hour like you have to pay for that shit. You have to pay people to set that up. Right? Definitely, yeah. No, I think it, I think it's going to be great. Uh James and I were saying the other day, I mean, you can't, you know, you used to think at the Hell in a Cell matches and there were so there were so few of them that you could like a by few you know maybe i don't know 10 whatever that you could pinpoint the really good ones and now i mean there are two every year i can't even there's probably at least 50 right something around that number and i can only remember like two because they they put the same i feel like the same people are in them a lot these days anyway because it's always circulating around the main so it's supposed to be an attraction it's no longer an attraction if you see it too much right eli phillips you're just you're fucking late hey brother in case you missed it, I got these for sale. <laughs> Catherine Emerge at gmail.com is down below. Check it out, dude. I'm telling you, man, if you're on a date, you bring the girl over, pull out this fucking thing. It's you over. Lucky that night, buddy. <laughs> uh, a theory that I saw, no, not even pun intended there, but you know, Austin Theory. Austin, you know Austin, I see him. Is? I see him. Uh, didn't get a chance to see him wrestle, but I did see his look. 
Okay, yeah. So he's he's young. Uh, he's pretty good, I'd say. Uh, I, I enjoy what he does. But he's currently Mr. Money in the Bank. And he hasn't cashed it in yet. And, of course, Roman is champ. And I don't think he'd ever cash it in and actually take it off of Roman, at least not in a believable manner. Um, and and plus, Roman has all the people around him, so it, it'd be hard to get at him. But somebody uh, – I was reading a theory, and it said what if he, he held it all the way until Money in the Bank – pay-per-view and they had like a, a countdown going on type of thing where it'd be like you know he has to cash in because it is that one year long build and oh, then you have to right, nobody's right. ever made it that full year as far as i know um they made it close but nobody has ever made that full year and I, I thought that was pretty interesting i think they're probably keeping that money in the bank pay-per-view too i doubt they'll put it back on wrestlemania even though i think that'd be exciting right but. Uh, i don't know who knows but uh the fact that they're taking away some shit and bringing it back only for special occasions makes it that's a good that's a good move that must be a hunter deal i imagine yeah yeah it seems like it it seems it seems like caring more about the details of it more than the production like more than the entertainment because that's nobody cares about that except wrestling fans right so that's it seems cool it's like back in the territory days man a cage match A cage match was set up at the end of a feud. You'd have a three, four, whatever month feud. The heel would get away. The heel would get away. The heel would get away. Fuck the baby face. He'll get away. And then, okay, we're going to have a cage match where you're locked into the cage. You can't run away from me anymore. Right? Yeah. You built up to oh, it. Yeah. And then it meant something. And then you have a sellout. <sighs> so, anyway. If only, yeah. Well, we'll see. But that's, that is, I think it's a good move. Um, the champ, thank you. What do wrestlers think of the wrestler's secret exposed documentary from the 90s? Also, is it true that WWE has multiple versions of each title belt? I'm curious. Yeah, what about that first question first? What do they think of that documentary? You know, Harley Race was a part of that, right? Oh, he was. He was. You could tell. If you go and watch it, you could tell. Like, they had him, like, dark and dull, but you could tell by his Right. Yeah. (laughs) Uh... He, uh, <clears throat> I I remember watching that. My dad, and my dad, just fucking just shaking his head and just walking away. Uh, see, that's the thing. There had always been like exposés and stuff, right? Right. But people would forget quick. This is before the internet. Mm-hmm. See, now it's different. Now you can just type straight in. Like, you can go watch that documentary back. You can go watch Beyond the Mat. You can go watch all the exposés from here. You can go find out about all the fucking, you know, conspiracy theories and different yeah. shit that went on. So, uh, yeah, I remember, I remember seeing it. And some stuff was kind of like... I think there was one where <clears throat> the heel would come out and like take someone's sign and tear it up, but the the kid holding the sign was actually a plant. I remember like it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I never heard of that. I, was a, <laughs> yeah, I didn't give a shit. I take whoever sign it was and rip it up, right? And you, yeah. Yeah, uh, never had to be a plant. But uh, I'm not saying it never happened, but I said I, I had never heard of it at that point, right? So, but what Maybe. was the second part? Is it true? This is, uh, is it true? Yeah, multiple versions of each title belt. I've heard that before. Like one for media appearances, one for the. But you oh. were champion. What is it? Yeah. What do you think? When I was there, there wasn't. There wasn't. No, but I'm sure that changed. I'm sure there's probably a few people that fucked up and uh, lost it. <laughs> right. Lost the belt. Yeah. Were you ever? instructed to like keep that like like you know very close to you that but did they just oh yeah from- oh i got a story for you i got a story yeah, for hear. you so do you travel on airplanes a lot yeah a okay, decent so, amount yeah okay so have you ever been in the position where um you have your carry-on but the plane is fucking full and they have to check your carry-on yep for free right? they usually do it yeah oh yeah. it's for free but we have to put you okay i was a tag champ that happened to me and i forgot to take the belt out i just figured okay i'm gonna give you this you're gonna put it like in the captain's maybe in his quarters or maybe directly underneath and 
<clears throat> Sparky Plug got wind of it and uh, uh, broke back Bradshaw. And, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, that was a big thing in the locker room, dude. Oh, my God, you idiot. Did you just, what'd you do, you know? I got the belt back, but the thing is, the fact that I didn't take out the belt on the plane, right, right, that was that was like, uh, yeah, I was I was saying himself for doing that. <laughs> so petty! Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, yeah. That airline, they didn't. Yeah, I know you mean. Oh, no, that's nuts. Um. Michael Burke, thank you. Victoria is vastly underrated. Had the pleasure of meeting her as well as Devon Dudley, Hamilton Comic Con. Oh, that's cool. Those two were no doubt the nicest, coolest people I've ever met. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Likewise. I like Devon too. Devon's a really cool guy. Can't say the same for Blubber, but you know. <laughs> Bob, thank you to both. Are you gentlemen fans of Rolex? If so, a favorite model. For me, the Daytona is king. Always want a Rolex, but uh, maybe you can all make my dreams come true. Just contribute to the <laughs> Caffeine and Renee merch fund. Caffeine and Renee merch at gmail.com. I got That's a compilation. To sell. Uh, I'll probably have to sell about, oh, about 5,000 of these to afford a Rolex, but Make my dreams come true. Yeah, and and Bob, yeah, I'm not. I'm probably same as Renee. Always wanted one. Don't know if one's on my wrist. This is a this is an Apple Watch. So, uh, Gabriel Salazar, thank you, Renee. Do you think if Hall and Nash didn't go to WCW for guaranteed money, do you think the guaranteed contracts would have still become in wrestling? Oh, that's a very good point. Uh, it would have no it was the fact that Ted Turner was giving out guaranteed contracts yeah if Ted Turner wouldn't have put his foot down and said okay I want to fucking get in the wrestling business and uh, I think he generally had a love for wrestling because he could he, he could he um, credited wrestling for helping him launch his empire he credited wrestling on his networks, <clears throat> right? <clears throat> because it was so popular in the South. Uh, and he always had a special place for it. And then, uh, you know, I'm sure he, he heard of how a lot of the wrestlers were being fucked over and stuff. And, you know, uh, if it wasn't for Ted Turner giving out guaranteed pro contracts, uh, forcing Vince McMahon to, to do the same. Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Because if it wasn't Hall and Nash jumping, it would have been somebody else. Right? Because uh, wasn't Hogan there, Hogan and Savage? Hogan and Savage were there on guaranteed contracts before Hall and Nash were. They had right? to be. Hogan at least. Yeah. Ho yeah. yeah. I think Hogan got there like in 94. And, right. and, and Savage shortly thereafter. <clears throat> so, did Savage take the the Slim Jim deal with him? Because I know that was a big thing. He did, yeah. Yep. And that that was like because uh, <clears throat> I, I listened to like Eric Bischoff, and he said that that Slim Jim deal alone. Because he brought that and gave that to WCW, that Slim Jim deal alone paid for like I I don't want to give a specific percentage, but it was like a large percentage, maybe like eighty or ninety percent of Savage's contract. Wow, <laughs> maybe even more. Yeah, yeah. So oh basically, he got he got Savage for next to nothing. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Crazy. That's for you, Renee. B's 250 per... What the fuck does... Sorry, what does that mean? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Just plug, plug You're a fixed stream, Bob. Uh, I'll send you a <laughs> Daffodil Renee mug. Only 25 US plus shipping. <laughs> oh, man. 
that's uh is that it for super chats that's that's it for super chats yeah and i mean it's kind of yeah really a slow news week the chat did a lot and bringing it up um i've been seeing a lot of people talk about royal rumble picks but we're a little bit ways away still okay not this weekend but next week is the saudi show of wwe where they're going uh logan paul versus roman reigns for the uh the WWE Championship. How do you think it, it's so different now? But how do you think that would have been perceived back then in WWE, like a, an outside guy going for the, for the world title? We saw like David Arquette, obviously. That oh, was, for the world title? Because that's what world yeah, title Logan or the main was, event. Because if it's the main event, shit, the first WrestleMania was built on Mr. T. Well, yeah, of course. But no, this is for the world title. Yeah, Logan Paul is Roman Reigns' undisputed championship. I mean, the world titles. Title's just a prop. It's the fact that they're headlining the show. Look at WrestleMania. Was it 11? Bam Bam and LT? That was the main event. That was the yeah. attraction. Right? So this, this no, this ain't the first time. You know? And if it's Saudi, that might be what the Saudi prince wanted. That's true. Right? So... Uh, I'm curious to see how it's going to, I'd actually be out of curiosity. I'd like to see that match. I won't pay for it, but, uh, <laughs> but, I but if people do. buy enough mugs, you won't have yeah. to. Renee, where is the website for the mugs? It is cafe day Renee merch, right? Cafe. De, yeah. It's right on the bottom, dude. Right on the bottom of the screen. Jonah, can you show the people? There we go. Cafe, cafe day Renee, Renee merch at gmail.com. Just go in there, and uh, my lovely wife will definitely – that's her new job. She's taking care of the merchandise. <laughs> this this I did here, Anakin Skywalker, another another great fan. That was a, a lot of some Royal Rumble picks. It's between – I've heard CM Punk, Cody Rhodes, and The Rock as picks for this Rumble, which conf- none of them are confirmed. But Oh, it's like a surprise entrance? All rumored, yeah. I feel like it'd be too close. Like, if there is some type of weird, like, non-compete for some punk after he gets out of AEW, I mean, the Rumble's only, what is it, about two months away? Um, Cody, I wouldn't give a fuck about. I don't think, I don't know if anybody would. Maybe they would, I don't know. CM Punk, I could see it, yeah. It'd be a shocker or whatever. The Rock would be the biggest fucking pop of all. Huge. But what 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 does he have to promote? Does he have anything to promote? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you know, his daughter being there. Oh. I guess maybe. Right there, you go. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I could see. That. Wasn't there a super chat there? I just saw one. Yeah, thank you very much, Code uh, C Taylor Wild on Impact last week. She's so sweet. <laughs> I... Did I see anything on Impact in the last 25 years? How long has it been on? <laughs> you know, I, listen, I got friends that work there and stuff, but let's be let's get real. All right. Does anybody see anything on Impact? I'm not trying, I'm not trying to be smart. I'm just being realistic. Uh I did not, but we had Taylor Wilde on here. Uh great interview, great girl. Um, how'd she look? Did you see it, Jonah? I didn't because I I haven't watched Impact myself in a little bit, but um, <laughs> <laughs> I I agree with what um what Tracy Nix who was on here right that was a good thirty minutes there um she said that Impact is is slept on and and I agree there's a lot of there's a lot of great talent but I think it's just so hard to find like if you quizzed me I wouldn't know what channel it's on right now um, and it's fucking there's like we said before there's so much wrestling. It's too much wrestling. It's like, how do you keep up with it, right? You can't. You yeah, you can't keep up with. It. I mean, Impact's not. I don't even see it make really the rounds anymore. Like in terms of the big news, it's WWE, AEW. Then I I would even say third right now. It's not even Impact. It's GCW. Uh, you heard uh, of that? Yeah, Game Changer. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I heard. I, I heard about him for all the wrong reasons. Oh right, right. What, what was the guy's name? Fluffy. Um. The guy that was oh, masturbating. I know. Yeah, yeah, I know. Oh, Effie. Yeah, yeah he can have right the fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> I was writing a Cornette's book. Yeah, absolutely. Um, no, I know ECW is doing some wild stuff, uh, and they still are. But 
they got like a, a cult like fan base. And I don't know, I heard WWE was thinking about doing something with that. Um, okay, and I know the. Oh, yeah, let's Jordan, hear where, where, where did you hear this from? <laughs> I heard it. You know where I heard it first was from James. Uh, he told me about it, and then oh. I looked it up. And there's, yeah. And where you know James, James is the insider from? knowledge. Well, of course. He got it on the internet. Got <laughs> the dirt sheets. Yeah. Fuck. No, the dirt okay. sheets. Oh, Blubber Ray is back in Impact. Great. More region not yeah. to watch the show. That I did see. That <laughs> that I did see. Uh... <laughs> Look at that one. For <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Guerrero with his diagnosis. <laughs> <laughs> I hope Paul sees this. I hope Paul sees. You know, we got the greatest fans in the world on this. You guys are fucking awesome. Thank you. Oh, 100%. I was no, only absolutely. planning on coming for 30 minutes. I was coming strictly to promote my new mug, which you can get at Cafe to Renee Merch at gmail.com. But uh, we're now at an hour. And uh, but with that being said, Jonah, yeah, uh, are we all caught up on the news? We're all caught up in the news, yeah, if anyone's got anything else. So uh, I think we're going to be off for Halloween. Um, But uh, next Thursday, it will be myself, James, and uh, Robbie McAllister, and possibly uh, Paul London. Uh, And, of course, uh, do you, Jonah, you and James do your Raw review every week, right? Yeah, we're going to start that up Tuesday. You can catch James and I reviewing the uh, the three-hour show. Wow. I have to give you a raise. <laughs> if, anybody, if you want Jonah to get a raise, uh, donate to the, donate the to merchandise the funding here so we can uh, – yeah, so we can help, help all the boys out at the cafe. And next week I will be uh, bringing out the first-ever T-shirt and hoodie – Cafe to Renee, t-shirt and hoodies. And uh, every week following, I'm going to try to bring out a new piece of merchandise. And I think you're all going to enjoy it. With that being said, the cafe is closed. Thank you so much. Thank you all. Thank you for being here. And uh, we'll see you next time. Bonsoir.